0: Welcome to Moida, with me, Johnny Williams. Today, I'm in Carnarvon. I'm now walking over to the Welsh artist, the brilliant Welsh artist, Lisa Ergain-Taylor, which kindly invited me over to a, not just a house, but it's actually a studio. Um, and I'm really looking forward to being sat there. So I think it's a bit of a privilege. Lisa has a very distinctive style of painting. You might have seen it around mostly as a Uh, also known as Snowdonia, Um, I can't wait to talk to her about how she got into stuff, how she got into painting, and where she gets her creative ideas from, and what she's going to do in the future. This is me, chat to Lisa and Ken Taylor. Hope you enjoy.
1: People thought it was really weird in the evening, like they didn't even know that people were first language Welsh or anything.
0: No. You were you were their introduction. Yeah,
1: basically. To... Well some of them were like, Oh, you're like Glenn.
0: Oh Which big really brother. Yeah. That's a, that's an insult, that is.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe people will say to Glenn now we oh, you're like, <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, I can't actually uh-huh.
1: no. No, be a good funny. thing.
0: Yeah, so like what was the other interview you did or what other thing have you done in English? concerning um,
1: your work just that interview in Glenowethle where I had my exhibition where was it? Place Glenowethle it's like a gal- uh, gallery outside Pochelli yeah it's really nice like a really old uh, like mansion yeah it's really nice Um that uh did something with Storm and Shelter um, but they used my Welsh one and put subtitles but I did do it in English as well yeah
0: yeah
1: and that's it really
0: so your work is does language come into it
1: yeah especially my um final major project in uni was like to do with old bards like um it's so basically welsh bards used to say that we became part of the landscape when we die and stuff yeah um so
0: is that that's quite druid yeah is that true druid- um druid-y?
1: like what's druid-y there?
0: I thought with druids, I thought they rather than it's a religion. They think of you as oh, part okay, of the yeah, land. Like
1: spiritual thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that they celebrate that. They celebrate yeah. the land and the beauty exactly. of the natural yeah. world.
1: Yeah. So I used to do loads of life drawing and stuff in uni, and like I used to do portraits and stuff. Um. So I had these. Uh, it's like that. That was one of my. So, I mean that's a prince, but yeah. the, the originals what, downstairs. We've got like figures coming out in the landscape, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of inspired by Welsh literature. Yeah. Um. Like, look,
0: so you just, uh, just a general Welsh literature Is there anything? So there's
1: Williams yeah, um, and Credychad. Hmm. So yeah.
0: What that particular one? Yeah,
1: so that one's inspired by Ernest Lallyad because the author, um. Says that he can see his mum. No, he compares his mum to the Queen of Snowdon, which is like the rocks looking like a woman in the mountains. Eh? Yeah. So that's that.
0: Well, that. What people call that? There's, like, degrees, um, there's like,
1: I can't remember what it is, I think it's um, by San where you can see like a woman lying in the mountains. Eh? Yeah. And once you see it, you literally can't not see it then. So yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, I've never heard it
0: called that though. Yeah. Is it a Welsh?
1: Brenhina Sirwidva. Maybe Lots of like Welsh fans have done songs about it, and
0: everything, yeah. So maybe yeah. they did it that way. Yeah. So when with your artwork, because now you you've been sort of concentrating on this style. Mm-hmm. What what how long was it?
1: Um, since I graduated to do you know. Um, so I was doing I carried on with a figure thing, um, like having these figures integrated in the mountains for a few years, yeah. and then. It's really interesting now, because there's, like, no sign of humanity at all in them now. So, like, um, I try not to have, like, any pylons, no roads or anything. Um, nothing man-made. So it's, like, total opposite in a way, yeah. So why do you
0: try not to have them Um
1: Just so they're, like, more pure and, like, um, they're sort of set in, like, the distant past before man came along and sort of ruined everything. <laughs> so it's, they're, like, worlds untouched by yeah.
0: humans. So, like, the part of the the mountain that you'd be sort of con- concentrating on mm. it is untouched, really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah You're trying um, to sort of show
1: Yeah, and I try to have, like, this idea that you can sort of escape there, and you can't really go there in real life so they're like a mixture of, like, specific places and, like, imaginary places right. so, yeah, take you to, like, another world
0: but That's actually. what, like, you know, when I look at some of the some of the mountains on um, in a radio or with that or whatever. Mm. That's what I that blows my mind is that that's always been there.
1: Yeah. Oh, centuries before, is it? Yeah.
0: Like yours, they're looking at something that someone would have a hundred years or two mm. hundred yeah. years, and it's just really the same. And only if you went up close, you see a path that's been yeah,
1: exactly
0: interfered with. But yeah, yeah. Someone would carved out that path. Mm-hmm. God knows how. Long. I've done I've done stone, stone pitching on yeah. with that, so that's, I was just like fixing an old bit mm. of stone pitch. Who did this first bit? Yeah, And when? Yeah, when? Yeah, do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. just the same stone. I'm using the yeah. same stone. And that sort of thing blows my mind a little it's bit. I know it's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, but the your pictures show that like fantastically, even though they're not like um, what what do you call it? You know, when someone just copies it, you know, like a photograph. Uh,
1: what's the word? like real, realism sort of thing. Um, is that
0: when you just be looking at a mountain and going round and just going to get this as close yeah, as possible? Yeah, which is
1: amazing, like I really admire that skill. That skill, yeah. um, But I think it's quite nice to have like a contemporary twist because loads of Welsh artists have done it, like it's been done a, millions, a million of times, yeah, like yeah. grey, green, browns, earthy colours, so it's quite nice to sort of mix it up a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So it's your, you know, like the colours that you, well, what, what, what colours would you say these were?
1: Pinks, blues.
0: Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say something dead fancy then, but pink and blue. I love them, but like it should be a new, new art name <laughs> that i never discovered. Um,
1: I just try to, like, mix things up. I use these, like, palettes and stuff. Yeah. Um, And I just love playing around, seeing what colours work good together and, like, mixing them, experimenting. That's the thing, I thought, I can't really see what colours I'm using half the time because there's so many, so much God, on them. There's so many I'm colours It's really
0: there. messy. I think you have created a few colours there. Yeah. To be honest, but with. I
1: work quite fast, you know, so I don't really think about what I'm using next. Really, I right. just kind of grab something and like I work quite quickly.
0: Um, well, how quickly?
1: Um, I don't know. I just don't really stop.
0: So when someone because yeah. this one that's right in front of us now is a commission. You said mm-hmm. someone said, "Can can you do this for us?" You said yes. Yeah. So. When's that? What's the timeline?
1: Um, a size like that, which is about ninety centimetre across, yeah, um, take around two to three weeks. Because I do the background first, then that takes a little while to dry, and yeah. then sort of yeah, go backwards and forwards. to so it really in between like little ones, um, just so it doesn't get too tedious, kind of thing.
0: And while you know, like you've got a massive one which is in the gallery. Yeah. What was that? How long?
1: Um, that took about. Five weeks, I think, but that okay. was in an exhibition I had in Storiel about three years ago. Didn't really have a lot of free time when I was working towards that, but I sort of did it in between, like the little ones. Um, but yeah, no, it was like the biggest one I'd done um, at that time, and then I did three of those massive ones for Aurel Mon. So one wall in that gallery was 17 metres and there were four walls, so I was, I've was i never been so stressed in my life. I didn't have any social life for like eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really worth it and I'm really glad I did those three massive ones because obviously they're really hard to sell because they're so big, nobody's got houses that big. And I remember someone asking me, oh you're not good, like, why don't you just do like more of the little ones and you'll sell more? And I was like, no, you just need to have something to have that impact when people walk in. Like an exhibition isn't just about selling work, it's like I don't know, using the space and, like, doing what you want so then and having, like, more of a freedom to, like, do what you want instead of, like, yeah. commissions and stuff. If they want
0: to buy it, they can still get a version of it. Yeah, exactly. Whatever.
1: Yeah, and I do prints and stuff as well, which is handy.
0: But where does that massive one end up?
1: So I sold one um, in to, like, the um, Gennad Llythol, Cymru, um, National Library of Wales, yeah, which is um, really cool. Um, and then the other two... In my parents' house, <laughs> I just thought, that's right. one part of it, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: And so they co- they're like six, so they come in three parts.
0: Well, they do. They really do fill a space because I was, you know, the one Saint San mm. What's one called? Odelman. Yeah, you did it there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember
0: seeing seeing it there, and I've seen a few there, mm. and the impact of these, whether it's the colouring or it's the mm. mountains or whatever it is that you put on it, it was such a it felt more like an exhibition there yeah. than I've ever
1: oh, thank you. felt
0: before. Yeah. I felt like oh, I'm seeing something here.
1: Yeah, I put a lot of thought to like yeah. the space and like you know, my dad. I'm um, really lucky; like he builds all the canvas form, canvases for me, yeah, so I can give him all the measurements. So we really thought about it and like thought what sizes would look good on that wall and like yeah, it was really well well planned um, between the both of us. Really, yeah. Um, but now I'm the proud, proudest thing i've done i think just because it was just such a massive challenge to get the work done, <laughs> really.
0: yeah I mean, it's yeah. an unbelievable achievement <laughs> yeah doing well, that. it's it crazy yeah but you still did it in that time frame as well
1: yeah so what's hard when you're like self-employed is obviously um make money from like these commissions but then you have to leave plenty of time to like get the work done for the exhibition you're not getting any money for that work you don't really know that you're going to sell them yeah so you don't you don't want to start the exhibition too early because you're going to be skint so you have to like time it really well so you do the commissions till that point where you literally can't leave it any longer and then you start the exhibition and you just like I go into my own little bit you No, know, Eve's can't talk to me or anything yeah. and bless him, he's really supportive like cooks tea and stuff for like months when I've got an exhibition so it's like a it is a massive project and I've had an exhibition now every year since graduating for like eight years This um, is from Wimbledon That's it, yeah So this is the first year that I haven't got an exhibition like on the horizon Which is weird but quite nice So I can sort of relax into the commissions and sort of do more of my own work Just yeah. on my own, in my own time sort of thing, yeah,
0: yeah. So where are you from? In Llangernie.
1: Anglesey, yeah, um,
0: Going from there to South mm. London, Wimbledon, isn't it? Something. Yeah How was that?
1: really scared. Um, and when I was in sixth form, honestly, um, I studied Welsh, did all my w- schoolwork through Welsh, um, all my friends are Welsh family, everything and then um, went to As Foundation then which was literally the best year of my life yeah um, made friends with like uh, like-minded people. they really challenged us to like you know we had to do all these crits in front of everyone in English. Right. And I remember Ewan, he's quite, he's got a strong Welsh accent as well. I think he knew where I was coming from yeah. and he sort of forced me to do it. Um, and somehow I got the confidence to just apply for London. Um, and like the year before, I'd never even, oh, no way. There was no way I'd ever thought I was going to go to London the year before. So thank you, Ewan, really for pushing me. Yeah. <laughs> but the tutors were amazing. Did you settle? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Went out a bit too much and stuff in the first year. Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah. Um,
1: but then I put my head down and, like, it was quite strict, so we had to go in every day. Um, and all the colleges were quite the same, so nobody really partied in the week. You know, like other unis, they go out all week, don't they? But we had to go to uni all day, every day, and then go out on the weekends and stuff. Um,
0: you still see the benefit of whatever, what you were taught in those lessons?
1: Yeah, the tutors were amazing, Um but I think it was the people who really pushed me, because I was surrounded by all these talented, insanely good painters.
0: Yeah. and Were they all painters then?
1: Yeah, so it's a really unique course in Wimbledon. Um, so other fine arts courses across the UK, they're like fine arts, so they do like printing, sculpture, painting, everything. But this was like specifically for painting. Um, so that's why I really wanted to go on the course, really.
0: So different a place for anyone in Wales really but like especially someone in Anglesey going to a place called you know Wimbledon yeah you know that's quite creepy and then you get these big personalities Mm -hmm. big artist types with big ambitions how did you fare with those sort of characters
1: yeah I got this confidence from somewhere you know um there were really nice people on the course but there were a bit like there were some characters who were a bit you know out there um but no, it was cool, and the tutors were so supportive and stuff. Um, but the crits were really interesting. They, some people would just go in and you that, so yeah. <laughs> which was quite hard because I am quite a sensitive person. Um, but you do have to have thick skin when you go to art college. Oh yeah, because um, they do. That's what that what make, what makes you kind of develop and like that's what makes you get new ideas and stuff. So yeah. it was worth it. That's what they were for, really, for, like for you to be challenged about your
0: own work. Because you've um, still, you've got the skill anyway. Yeah. You're still going to have the skill no matter what, aren't you? So they've just got to focus exactly. you somehow or challenge yeah. you into something else. And
1: they kept like going on about you know finding your own style and stuff. So it's obviously okay to take inspiration from other artists, but like the mission really is to like find your own style, do something new that hasn't been done before. Um, so I think that's one of the things that's stuck in my mind really. Yeah. Um, because it's a tough competition, really. To like, because there's loads of artists out there. You need to do something different to be seen, really. Yeah.
0: When you say you want to do go into writing or yeah. TV or whatever like that, you know, teachers slyly kind of go, "Well, you know, you, there's a lot very hard to get work." Yeah, and, exactly. Is it the same in, in the art world? Yeah,
1: definitely. So you get
0: those nudge stuff like,
1: yeah.
0: Well, it's very difficult. So keep your options open.
1: Definitely. Like, um, even after I graduated, you know, people are like asking what i was going to do next and like are you going to get a proper job and like
0: and you're like no i'm doing art yeah. which I'm do here for. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but i think it's just really important to stick to your guns yeah. yeah and sort of i think it's better to sort of try it than like not try it and like regret later on down the line when you're, like in your 50s you don't want to look back and think oh why didn't i just try when i was in like just
0: try it out uh, like. how easy was it for you to to sort of some people will be around artists or that kind of world they can, they can seeable or touchable you know an art world mm. as if you're um, in somewhere like Anglesey or wherever we're from you feel like a very distant place Definitely. and so you could be mm. probably in the past people have been put off not even bothering because they're like oh that's for somebody else in a it's different like, world it, yeah. how was that for you?
1: On a, graduated I remember some of the students like um they were going to stay and like get a studio space in London but I just couldn't afford it honestly it's it's so expensive but I knew deep down that would have been really good for like my art career because that's where the contacts are that's where all the opportunities are but I really missed home as well you know I was ready to come home and just been determined to sort of carry on here really.
0: If you're in London you might get money oriented
1: exactly you have to pay make like, that rate yeah. don't
0: you mm-hmm. so then you're thinking about how you're making art for money Yeah, we all know you're going to have to make money in the exactly. end but just your focus is money it's not going to be the greatest no, art exactly. is it
1: and I quite like the like um, slower life like the pace that we've got here and I don't think I'd be that inspired anywhere else really if I was just like Rushing around like I had this chicken. I don't think I'd been like the right mindset to like do artwork.
0: So right, okay, so that works well for you, and yeah. obviously because what you're doing yeah, at the exactly. minute is yeah. your environment mm-hmm. Will that change.
1: Hopefully, um, that's the thing. I've got like a list of commissions to do now, but I really want to like experiments with new things as well. There, um, but I don't know. I fancy going back to uh, doing life drawing and portraits again
0: doing the complete opposite as well yeah. <laughs> you know like going back to Wimbledon yeah. and painting the equivalent in Wimbledon yeah. whatever the equivalent is, of a mountain yeah. is there but you know what I mean the you landscape you mean? yeah your buildings yeah using the same techniques or whatever is that is that something you could do do you think
1: that would be something quite cool to do yeah go somewhere totally different for two weeks or something and just see what I come up with
0: just totally man-made squalor yeah no natural beauty just <laughs> yeah. Everything shit that a man has <laughs> put yeah. somewhere. Good, you know. Let's go back before you, what, sixth form? Art? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're going into that, are you thinking, oh, I, like, I love art, this is what I'm going to do?
1: Always, like, loved art, really from a young Goes age, back. you know. Yeah, always did pictures and stuff. My dad's really creative. My, Sorry, I can't call him Tide because we call him Dide. My Dide, which means Tide, was really creative. Um, We had artists living in the village where I grew up and they always came to see my mum and dad and stuff. Yeah.
0: So Um, it's not so unfathomable that that you did see artists Mm -hmm. and you did work with creative people like your dad or whatever. Yeah,
1: Yeah. And I remember this couple living up the road and they studied in London and they were from South Wales originally. And I don't know why, but they decided to move to Rosmeich. Like, no idea why, yeah. And they lived up the road, and I think they were a bit skint, because... And uh, my mum would cook them supper and stuff. And I just remember thinking they were so cool, yeah. Like, the artists.
0: They were artists? Yeah, like, full time. What, what would they be
1: doing? Now, they're more into, like, illustration type. But at the time, God, um, Mark Heaton, he's called... He used to do, like, these awesome stuff with lights. So he'd, like, paint, like, a... Bathroom or a kitchen or something, and he'd have like it was like really dark, but then he'd ha- have this like light coming through the window and stuff. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then my mum told him that she really liked this painting of a bathroom, and it's massive. And then when they moved, he came down the road with this on his head, and they are like, "There you go, okay, now you can have this." So that's no been in our kitchen for years.
0: So you did see those artists at work, and you, did you think like, "Oh, they, yeah, are like the, yeah.
1: Look at that." Yeah. You know what it was. I knew that I wanted to go into like the arts field in some way or another, but like being a like a full time artist was a total like a dream really. Yeah. Um so when I was on the foundation course, I was tempted to do like illustration, so I knew I'd have work with like books and stuff. Um but I soon realised no, I think I've got like this massive passion for just playing around with paint and stuff. And I didn't really have that much confidence in my work. Um but I remember Ewan, the tutor, he came up to me one day and he said, um, you do know that you could actually, like, make a living from this. Like, if you tried, you had this, you could. Uh, and that's when I kind of realised, mm, that's actually an option.
0: Is that because you'd seen the, just the quality of your work you were doing then, or did you see, did you see it as a, there's a selling point here? Or?
1: I don't know. I think Ewan was really supportive. Um, and I think he could see that I'd developed quite a lot in those few months in as foundation like I leaped like I don't know what happened, just I don't know, just being in that creative environment. Um I couldn't believe how much I'd developed really in that year. So yeah, I think London was a good choice just to push myself a bit more there.
0: And then you've come you've gone straight into work?
1: Yeah, so I think I took uh about three months after uni just to paint. Um actually tried for like awards and stuff and I won two awards actually. One was where I won, like, a bit of money and one was in Carnarvon. There was a little gallery called Box for, like, young artists and the prize was to have, like, a solo show. So early on, really, I got this confidence and some money to, like, buy really good materials and stuff and keep me going for a few months. Yeah. Um, and then I had this exhibition to work, to work towards so okay. my mum and dad were really supported. They were like, this is your chance, just try it out. And then from that, solo exhibition then I think Nia from Plas Glinoedo, she noticed she came to see the exhibition and thought oh do you want to show in Plas Glinoedo? and then everything just started as a, that was a
0: domino of, effect then.
1: yeah yeah. so I was really lucky it's
0: great that though isn't it how it, this worked like that but yeah. it comes from like a bit of encouragement here and there and
1: support, and that. support I think yeah. it's so important because oh, my parents have been so amazing and my family and my friends because I do some people came up, come up to me and they say oh I would have loved to do an art but my mum and dad didn't let me like study it and I was like oh, what a shame
0: yeah you hear that a lot with any art mm, any music yeah. uh, performance exactly. whatever it's, because I don't know if it is like an old, in the old and not in mm. the old days 80s maybe even the 90s people can't see where it's going to go because yeah. nobody's seeing it
1: mm. Instagram has been amazing I know social media has its like downsides and stuff yeah. and I don't agree with some of the things, uh, like mental health and people and stuff, but it is amazing for businesses that it's free. I mean, it's not like you don't have to do it all the time, but I think it's quite important to have some presence on social media. Yeah. I've had, like, full-time jobs as well. Um, yeah. Worked in, like, a few galleries. Um Had a job in a Chinese art gallery in Sydney for six months.
0: No way.
1: And the woman who owned the gallery was a billionaire. I couldn't get my head around it, you know.
0: So, was this a money-making gallery?
1: Well, that's the thing. A... So she wasn't um, selling any works there. Yeah? Nobody had to pay to come in. She was paying us loads of money, yeah? and all she did was have a, like a little tea room downstairs where they made like Chinese tea, and that's it. And these works were worth like thousands of pounds there. Yeah? And our job was just to stand by the work, learn about all of the works, um, and then sort of look after the work. So. You know when you go to some exhibitions, people take photos and there's a flash or something. You have to tell people, "Oh, sorry, no flash." Yeah. I was one of those people. Um, <laughs> but that that was a cool experience. Again, I had the chance to speak like more English and like um, I was a bit out of my comfort zone. Like having to talk to like the public and stuff. And we also had to do like an art performance on behalf of one of the artists.
0: Right. So
1: it was really random. What does that mean? So there was so an art performance is like when it's literally a performance. Um, so it was like um, this wooden building. It was like a replica of the Capitol building in America. Yeah? And it was like a bedroom inside. So you could see through the window. Yeah. It's like a bedroom with a CCTV camera and the TV showing the CCTV camera was in the tea room downstairs so people in the cafe could see you and people could literally look through the window yeah? and you, you were allowed to do anything you wanted in the bedroom, like take a book or something like, but I was so scared then, yeah, and so like, embarrassed I would just close my eyes and pretend to sleep and then people would be like, is that a real person? and then I'd move and they'd be like oh, yeah it is yeah. Um,
0: but so, it was, it's a Welsh woman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a real life Welsh yeah. woman
1: but it was really interesting. So, as the time went on, I actually put an alarm on my phone and actually took an app, didn't really care at all. Really?
0: Good
1: um, idea. And then I came home and got a job in Gallery Carnarvon, um where I was in charge of like the exhibitions and arts workshops and stuff. Yeah. And but I really loved it.
0: Whilst you're doing that, you're painting.
1: Painting on the side. Yeah. Um, but you're probably the same with your comedy gigs and stuff. It's really hard to going to that creative mindset when you've been in front of a computer all day, it was really hard. Mm. Um, And I don't think my work was that good at that time, really, just because I was so busy with work and stuff as well, knackered coming home. Yeah, It just didn't work. Um, So then I went part-time, they were really supportive. And then eventually quit my job and just thought, stuff it, just going to try it.
0: Just going to go for it?
1: Go for it, yeah. Especially because I was living at home still and stuff. There was
0: how, how long from then, between uh, making money?
1: Um, I had a few commissions lined up. And oh, then right. soon after, uh, I got um, offered like three exhibitions, so one every year basically until this last year. Uh, so I knew I had like exhibitions, which was amazing. But it was scary, not knowing if I was going to get like money there. Yeah. It was scary. That is creepy especially because there aren't a lot of like creative jobs like the one I had in gallery they don't come up that yeah. often around here do they no um,
0: that's pretty risky risk,
1: yeah and I was risk. really scared to be honest but um definitely best thing I've ever done
0: so you've been professional for what six six years um four
1: years? graduated eight years ago
0: yeah
1: and then full-time almost four years
0: so in the four years, like, what are the, what are the hardest times as an artist? Um,
1: hardest times? I mean, it's quite stressful working towards an exhibition. It's scary. Um, I'm sort of... I don't really like people... I don't like to put myself out there, really, as a person. Like, I'm quite shy deep down. Um, so, like, putting yourself out there in an exhibition is quite scary, especially in an opening where you can see people looking at the work and don't really know what I think what they're thinking it's really scary right. um so that passed quite
0: do you care um
1: not really to be honest I know that's um enough, but I think I enjoy it so much I don't think I'd let someone's comments like no. stop me really um but thank god everyone's quite supportive and I get a lot of work so I just carry on really trying not to think about that too much
0: so is the nervousness heading towards an exhibition or is it whilst the exhibition started opened?
1: Uh Both I think it's like the nervousness not knowing if you're going to finish it as well yeah. yeah.
0: Did it change much, much for you in the last couple of years when we've had the pandemic and all that?
1: Um, when the pandemic started I was really scared just because I had like prints in shops and stuff I had, my exhibition I saw in one had just opened actually so I was really good to that. that was going to close down basically Um But luckily they reopened it when everything was allowed to open up again, so that was okay. Um, Got some grants and stuff because the shops were closed. And I think people really realised that small businesses needed the support, so everybody was really supportive. Um, And yeah, the prints went quite well, really, in the pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was really lucky that I could work from home and carry on. Did you sell online?
0: what well, um, so, were the shops doing it?
1: so basically um, I don't have like a shop on the website yet it's actually being set up as we speak but people just message me to order one really so I've yeah. got a website and then people just contact me to let me know what they'd like
0: to yeah. order ok so that'll take care of that side and then go direct to you then yeah but will it still yeah, be it in uh, your prints still be in other places?
1: yeah so they're in a few shops and galleries and stuff
0: what about work as in where your head is work wise is that did it remain the same because you still come to your studio and you can just get your head down I
1: was fine you know I kind of I was um, sort of running around like a headless chicken a bit Um, so it was quite nice to like be home a bit more and sort of have more time to paint if that makes sense so
0: and a lot of people went through that that part where especially at the first mm. it was a bit like well everyone's stopping exactly so actually the pressure's off a little yeah. bit so we're all a bit
1: exactly it was a chance really to sort of get healthy yeah have some chill obviously we didn't know at the time that it was going to carry on for so long no. but
0: but you get those you know when you have a a day off sometimes when you're not supposed to, you, you have that little bug in mm-hmm. your head thinking, oh well, I should be working yeah. now outside everyone else is working." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that first bit of pandemic that's was, nice, was it. a bit like, "Oh, yeah, I will get a beer."
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? Why not? You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. It was good.
0: If you could create any exhibition like that, you know, there was no budget. Mm. How? What would you do? Um,
1: what would you have? Do like, you know I'm I had you walk into
0: a building or ever what? What would
1: I do? What I would love to do, yeah, is project, like project my paintings on the actual mountains in the night. That would be, like, amazing. But I know that's not really possible because of light pollution and stuff. Like, Edir- Parkariri would never allow it, I don't think. Just um, do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Just stick it. Yeah. Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I could Go for it. But I
1: think that would be so cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that, how is that even possible? The amount of lights... Yeah. Like, is it possible? Can, can you well, see that? Well, I think
1: they've got like restrictions and stuff, you know that, and um, they're not, they don't allow people. I don't, don't think people who live in Parcaderi aren't allowed to have like lights outside and stuff. Really? Yeah, they're quite personal about it, but obviously you don't really want lights but I totally understand. No, no, again, um, but
0: you know it wouldn't be for long, would it? No, exactly. Just, just one massive yeah. exhibition in be the cool, actual mountains. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is there a is it a favourite area of or area of that? Um, you like I
1: love more lately. I don't know why it's just like a nice walk to the top it's not too hard and you can see loads from the top there
0: you don't you don't take a picture and work off a picture do you
1: no so um I take photos on my phone and stuff um but when I especially when I do the background I don't look at anything and then so I've got this outline ready on this one here but I won't look at any picture now um, maybe if I'm stuck or something I will but I kind of like to just do it from my yeah. let it flow from my mind really because I think they just come out more like organic and there's more life to them if that makes sense and yeah. so if I'm looking at a picture they tend to be like a bit more stiff, if that makes sense Yeah. so I prefer to put everything away and just sort of go for it When you
0: when you see these pictures or even when you're painting them mm. is there a darkness to it? Yeah. you Are trying to get a darkness out of those mountains? Mm-hmm.
1: So um, I think the most important thing really is the light um so basically, the darkness and the shadows kind of convey all of today's problems, so like um, I think the world can be an uncertain place at times um but the light, the intense light is quite they're quite hopeful paintings because I've got this hope that people will sort of wake up and realise, and that we're actually going to look after each other look after nature and stuff um, before it's too late so the darkness is like it's looming <laughs> and then hopefully we're just going to get out of it okay at the end
0: so there's always that light in your picture which yeah, sort it's of quite it's important. gets to the mountain doesn't it? you mm. can see the mountains through the, through the light or the little bits of uh, light
1: yeah but it's also like um, I don't know when I paint, I'm sort of, I don't really worry about anything. Um, so, time goes so fast, honestly. So, it's like.
0: What when you're painting? Yeah,
1: it's a really good way for me to sort of be in the present, if, if that makes sense. Um so it's quite therapeutic, really. Mm. Uh, but the light, I think, conveys, like, I don't know, just feeling better. Because I'm quite a shy person, quite sensitive, not sure how to. Handle my feelings sometimes. Don't know how to express myself, so it's like a third language that I've got where I sort of get all my feelings out there. Um, so sometimes the darkness and the light sort of comes from that as well.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I think we'll leave it on that yeah. because I have words of inspiration. From
1: <laughs> <endgame>. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. Deal.
0: Well, there we go, everyone. That was Lisa. Thanks to Lisa, most of all, for inviting me over to her studio. She does have, and this is a rare, brilliant opportunity for anyone to go and visit her studio slash house. On the 25th of June, she has a pop-up studio slash exhibition. And if you want more information on that, go to her Instagram or um, her website, where you can buy all her things as well. I think she's got a new website called LisaEddieGuyntaylor.com Basically all the information about her taking commissions will be there. She's also got a massive painting exhibited in the National Library of Wales, and that is throughout the summer. So please come visit that. If you enjoyed the podcast with Lisa, uh, let her know on Instagram, give her a follow. Have a look at her website, lisaedrigan.com, and buy a print whilst you're there. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon. 走了